Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. My name is Bella and we are here for another week, which is very, very exciting. Guys, I've had such a busy week and I can't believe it's already Thursday. It is already Thursday and I'm so excited because I'm going to Sheffield to see my best friend and I haven't seen her since August. I haven't seen her since Vietnam. I haven't seen her in ages and we're not very good at staying like we obviously text all the time but we are shit at facetiming and every single time we meet up we're like yeah we'll facetime more and we never do it never happens because life is busy and chaotic and it's so hard to fit things in and so now we're just gonna rather than facetime and try and do all of that we're just gonna focus on actually organizing to see each other because that is what is important we need to spend quality time with each other and this will be the longest time we have spent with each other in like four years And it's only four nights, like it's nothing crazy, which is so depressing. But anyway, it has been a good week. I feel like I'm, I just, I just feel really excited to see her. So I feel like that's made it a good week. But I had such a lovely weekend. I saw my sister, I saw my boyfriend, I hosted, I had to cook dinner, I cooked them burgers, it went great. Then on the Friday night, we went to the pub and it was actually... I feel like when you're with someone and you don't normally see often, like my boyfriend, because obviously like we're long distance and we don't really get to see each other that much. When I'm with him, normally with my housemate, we'll just end up going to the pub and we'll go on like a pub, like we'll just go to a few, we'll leave the house. But we went to the pub and we got some dinner and then I accidentally ordered more drinks than I was meant to. It was an accident. I pressed the wrong button on the app. And so we had to stay there for two, three drinks in the end, which was a bit annoying. And on our way home, we were just like, should we just get wine and drink at home instead? And so that's what we did. And it was lovely because when you're with someone that you're not always with, the house isn't a boring place to be. The house is only a boring place to be if it's where you always are, which is where me and my housemate always are, which is why we always go out. Because if we just sit in the living room, then it feels a bit like claustrophobic, I can't lie. And we've done it so many times that it just doesn't feel fun anymore. It is fun sometimes, but not all the time. It's not the norm of fun. Do you know what I mean? And so we went to the pub and we went, and oh, I felt ill the next day. I felt very ill. And my boyfriend didn't feel hungover in the slightest. I thought I was dying. But the weird thing was, I woke up and I felt absolutely fine. I felt I must have been out of it. Like I must have still been a little bit drunk. I don't know, but I felt absolutely fine. I cleaned the house, deep cleaned the house, made us both breakfast in bed, coffee, the lot. Like I did everything. And then 11 o'clock hit and I was like crashing big time. I was honestly really, really not okay. But at that point, we'd organised to go to the National Portrait Gallery, which I've never been to before. And if you haven't been to, would definitely recommend. It had so many really famous paintings in there. It had the sunflowers and it had that Picasso chair and it had the lily pads, but not the actual lily pads, not the money, not the proper ones, the other ones. Um, like it had some really, really famous paintings in there. And that was really great to go to because it's free. And we were trying to do a really cheap free weekend, like as cheap as is humanly possible. So we did that and then we were going to get first table because it is a good deal. Like, it is a good deal. But the thing is, you are still spending money. So although it is a good deal, it's not like, it's not free. And so we ended up getting jerk food instead from Bristol. We got it from rice and things because it's incredible. And my housemate brought it back for us and it was beautiful. And so we had that. And then we, then I just died and fell asleep 
and slept for like a ridiculous amount of time. But the thing is, we ended up staying up really late because we were watching this film called Nope, which I'm talking about in the new things I've done this week. But I really liked it and a lot of you guys really didn't like it. I'm shocked. I thought it was a great film. I think I'm quite easily pleased with a film, you know. Sometimes I don't really think I critique anything. If it's boring, that's my only critique. If it's higher, if it's like got a lot of things going on, then it's absolutely fine. Whatever happens, I'll enjoy it. But if it's boring, then there's no chance. So we watched that on Saturday night. And then because we went to bed at two, like I didn't wake up until 10 on Sunday. But rather than feeling like rested, I felt really tired. And our whole plan was like, we're going to go for a run and we're going to be really healthy and blah, blah, blah. That did not happen. I got a meal deal that I saved four pounds in. My meal deal was meant to be £9 and I got it for £3.50, people. And you know what I got in it? It was the perfect... I got a breakfast sandwich, like the vegan one. And then I got a coffee from the Costa machine and I got an almond croissant. Beautiful. The best meal deal of my life. I would never normally do that. I didn't even realise you could get a pastry as a snack. So that is a definite good way to have a really cheap breakfast on a Sunday when you can't be bothered to cook. So we did that, then we went for a massive long walk, and then we ended up at the pub, and we were just playing card games. And it was just really lovely. And it made me think a lot about how I wish we were in the same place, and like lived in the same place, and we weren't long distance. I do think that I've really... All of my life, all of my relationships have always been long distance, and I really need to stop. Like, it's not fun anymore. I feel like I've never been able to... Like, I've never had a boyfriend in my life that's const- like, that's lived where I've lived. Like, like for a long period of time, you know? Like, I know we both, me and my current boyfriend, live at home. But we only lived at home at the same time for, like, two months. Every other part of our relationship has been long distance. And it's just kind of, like, the norm. It's kind of weird. But I feel like it also, when you are long distance, it makes you develop a really good friendship. And you develop really good ways of communicating with each other. And you make sure that you're prioritising yourself. Because I know that me in a relationship probably wouldn't prioritise myself. Like, I know it's terrible to admit, and most people wouldn't, but I already expose enough on this, so I feel like I would just not prioritise myself. Like, that would just be ending up what, like, was being sacrificed. It would be me, and I would be quite okay with that, which is a bit of a worry, which is why I have to be so strict with telling myself what I'm doing and what I actually want to do. But anyway, then on Monday... And Tuesday he stayed and we watched films and we cooked. And it made me realise that my definition of a late night is not everyone else's. It was getting to like 10 o'clock and I was like, we need to go to sleep now. Like, this is getting late. And he just looked at me like, what are you on about? It's 10 o'clock at night. But in my head, 10 o'clock's quite late. And I feel like maybe I am turning into a bit of a grandma. I don't think there's anything wrong with that though. Sleep is very important. Sleep is essential and apparently, my mum always says, the hours before 12 are the most important hours. So maybe that's why I never feel rested. But I have got into a bit of a terrible sleeping pattern because of that. Beforehand, I was so good. I was always in bed by 11.15. Latest 11.15. Like, I was always in bed by then. Now, that has not happened. And so I need to get back on track. But being realistic, it's not going to happen this weekend. I'm going to Sheffield, like, I'm going to enjoy myself and it's going to be really, really fun. I arrive at 11 o'clock tonight, though, because it was such a treat train, cheap, ugh, it was such a cheap train ticket. It only cost me £25 return direct train. It would honestly be cheaper to go to Sheffield and then to Manchester than it would be to go direct to Manchester. It's mental. Like, I don't really know why it's so cheap, 
but it is and like my train backs at like a really normal time it's at seven it's fine and so I'm just I'm just really excited I feel like we're gonna have a Christmas themed weekend because I haven't really had that yet and I am starting to feel a little bit festive no one else is starting to feel festive but I'm feeling very festive and I think it's for the first time that like I actually have a Christmas holiday and I don't have like exam deadlines due I have been feeling a bit weird recently about like how it like not weird but just like free in the sense that I don't have to do any uni work well technically I do my dissertation supervisor wants me to publish my work but I just haven't had the chance to do it yet and so that's going to be a job for realistically after Christmas and I'm just gonna have to deal with that and that's okay but anyway on to the content part for this week's podcast where we're doing something a little bit different. So the whole idea between behind this week's podcast was I was going to be like sharing my favourite songs with you and blah, 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 blah. I realised that will take me about three hours and it's not going to be the most entertaining for you. And so instead I picked my favourite song and it's my favourite song because it helped me through such a period of my life where it was like hard. And now whenever things are hard, it's always a song that I turn back to. So this is why this podcast episode is a love letter to Landslide, because I feel like this podcast will forever, no, this song will forever, like if I could listen to one song for the rest of my life, then that is what I will do. But anyway, onto the content part of this week's podcast, where I'm just about to re-explain all of that to you. So I'm very sorry about that. Also, if you don't subscribe to the podcast, please can you? You just have to click the top thing in the thing that says following and it lets me know how many of you are and that's so exciting to watch. Like, honestly, I check it daily so it would make my day if you did it. Anyway, onto the content part for this week's podcast. Do you know what? I'm changing the podcast episode. I'm actually going to do the entire episode on one song and why it means so much to me because we have 10 minutes and I can't go into so many different songs and I feel like it's unrealistic for me to expect you to go back and forth and listen to like five different songs that I really like and so instead this entire podcast episode is going to be on why why I think everyone in the entire world should listen to Landslide why Landslide is potentially the favorite song of my life and why I think if I had to listen to one song for the rest of my life it would be this song Please press pause and for one time and one time only, go and listen to Landslide by Fleetwood Mac and then we will rejoin in a couple of seconds to discuss because guys, I, I don't think, I've I, there's so much to tell about this song. You can tell I'm on my period, I'm literally just sat here eating a bowl of custard, listening to the song and crying. This, I feel like this song came at such a point in my life where, like, I remember when I first found it and I was just going through a breakup and so much in my life was changing. I suddenly felt like I was transitioning from, like, I was 19 and it was lockdown and everything in my life felt like it was going differently than how I expected it to. Like, I remember I went into lockdown, like, in this relationship that I'd been in for like four years and that didn't work out and we broke up in lockdown and all of a sudden I just didn't know who I was anymore and I didn't know what I was doing and it wasn't so much so that it was like losing the relationship that made me feel like I didn't know like all of a sudden so many pillars of my life that I'd built like a really strong foundation upon they had been ripped away from me and I didn't know who I was and I didn't know what 
I wanted to do. And it's like, when I listened to the song, it was like these lyrics in particular. Well, I mean, it's all of it, to be honest. But when I go into the first part of the lyrics and it speaks about like, I took my love, I took it down. I climbed a mountain and I turned around and I saw my reflection in the snow-covered hills to the landslide brought me down. I feel like I felt very much like, I felt like I was going in this one direction of my life and it just didn't work out that way. And that was a really hard pill to swallow because I just felt like I'd put so much effort into this life that I'd created for myself and it just wasn't working out anymore. And all of a sudden I started to realise that this was me leaving my childhood. All of a sudden this was life, like life wasn't going to work out how I expected it to and it was my first kind of experience of things not, things really not going to plan. Like, like it was properly out of the blue. I feel like it had only ever happened to me beforehand in, like, personal... Like, in, like, academic situations. I didn't get onto my dream uni course. Like, you can get over that. You can get over it. And it is okay. But this was, like, a... Like, a personal thing. And that had never happened to me before. Like, in a proper, serious way. And I feel like your first heartbreak, like, your first thing where... You're forced to reevaluate everything that's gone on in your life, and you're forced to reevaluate who you are as a person and what you want in your life. When the lyric is like, Can the child in my heart rise above? I was just made mem- remember thinking, like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I think that was a period of my life where it did feel so uncertain. And it just felt like I had to weather it. And now whenever I listen to the song, I'm reminded about how many storms there have been that I have had to weather, that I've had to go through because life is up and down. And this is the thing, you're going to get things that don't go to plan, that don't work out how you want them to go. You're going to get things that do make you feel upset and do make you worry if this was the right or wrong decision. And they're going to come more frequently than you realise and that's okay. It's okay for these things to happen. It's okay to have periods of your life to see whether or not you can go through them. But you've just got to focus on putting one foot in front of the other. Because I think this is the thing. It can feel a little bit scary as you get older, as you realise the like more harsh reality of what's going on. When you start to realise that it's not all swings and roundabouts, that like there is a lot of things you have to think about and it's like in creating the life that you want to create it's really exciting and it is really exciting becoming an adult because you get so much more autonomy over what you want to do but it's also so scary because I'm constantly thinking like am I making the right choice am I making the right decision I don't know I don't know if I am but I watched a TikTok and it said about how she was like life can either be very very stressful in how many situations you can pick and how many opportunities you might miss out on or you can find clarity in the fact of if it doesn't work out you have other things to do you can either find relief from the options or you can find chaos in the options and it made me think about how it is really just perspective I spend so much time in my life wondering how this season is going to go When in reality, I don't need to worry about how it's going to go. I just need to experience it. And I've been thinking a lot about how my life is flying by at the moment, about how I'm just like jumping, 
constantly jumping. I'm always thinking of the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And I don't think that's that good. Like, I don't think that's that healthy. Because that that is what is making my time feel like it's running away with me. Because I know that I'm going to feel overwhelmed if I'm constantly fitting two steps ahead. Because if you're constantly thinking two steps ahead, then life is going to feel like it's flying away with you. Because you're missing the in-between parts that you're not present for. You're missing the things that you're not aware about. And it's taken me... And it's such an obvious thing to say. I promise I'm not trying to be, like, stupid. But having... Like, being present in the smaller moments, realising that I am living right now. This is my life. This is it. And there's going to be incredible things to come and there's going to be things that I can't even predict that are going to happen. But, like, this is it. I'm not waiting for a magic thing to start. I'm not waiting for the race to begin, it's it's already begun. And whenever I am having a hard day, whenever I'm not sure if I can... Like, I remember throughout my Masters, there were so many points where I was like, I actually don't know if I can do this. Like, I found out by the ADHD thing, and like it's not like it's a bad thing or anything, and I don't mean like that. It was more just, I found it really hard to kind of comprehend that this massive thing in my life that I had been dealing with like that it was okay that there was a reason why there is a reason why I can't control my emotions there is a reason why I'm not good in arguments there's a reason why I can't sit still there's a reason why I get so bored so quickly like there were so many things I just thought were my fault because I was a rude person or I was a bad like things that I thought were just me and I now know they're not and now, well, they are, but, like, I know why. I know it's not just me going, like, being strange. Do you know what I mean? Like, I did really used to worry that, like, something was really wrong with me because I just didn't feel how other people felt. And I felt like sometimes I couldn't connect to other people, which sounds really strange, but I just felt like there was, like, a barrier sometimes, that there was, like, a a wall that meant that I couldn't connect as easily, even though I got on so well with people. I felt sometimes like it was like a... Like, I just didn't react the same way. And now I know it's because of the ADHD and, like, that is why it's happening. And that makes so much more sense. But it was a hard year last year. The Masters pushed me further than anything has ever pushed me before. Like, it was hands down one of the hardest things I... It is the hardest thing I've ever done. Because it's different than your undergrad. You think your undergrad's the hardest thing, but you're in the rhythm of it. You've got more people doing it. it it's like, it is doable. Whereas the masters, like, not many, like, a, a lot less people do them. And it's so difficult. And I picked such a difficult one. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. I might have bitten off more than I can chew. And that wasn't a nice feeling either. But I remember again, when I was going through that period of my life, listening to this song and just being like, it is, everything is going to work out. It's like this part of the lyric is the part that we're like, can I sail through the changing ocean times? Can I handle the season of my lives? And I'm like, this will change. This is not forever. And the next part of the song goes on to be like, because I've been afraid of changing because I built my life around you, but time makes you older. What's the next part? But time makes you older, 
these let me find it let me find it I got it wrong but it's like can I handle the season changing seasons of my life but time makes you bolder even children get older and I'm getting older too and whenever I listen to that part of the song I'm reminded that like I am I'm getting stronger time does make you heal from things time makes you make decisions that you wouldn't have been able to make in the past I'm reminded about how much I have grown in the past couple of years because I think I compare myself to my 19-year-old self a lot. And I think about her and I'm like, it's like a different human being. Like, I don't really know who that person was. I don't know if I find it emotional. Like, it's a bit weird. I don't know why I find it emotional. But, like, it feels like that person was a lifetime ago. Like, she interacted with so many different people. She was in different relationships. She was like, do you know? And it's weird to think of that person being so close to people that like I don't speak to anymore. And I think that's what makes me emotional about it, is because like I just don't relate to that 19-year-old girl anymore. I do in her core elements, so the things she was scared about, the things that she was going through. But so much in my life has changed, and I've created such a different lifestyle for myself now. And I just think I've really like I got through it. I really did. And I think this is why I wanted to record this episode, because you're going to get through it too. Time does make you bolder, even children get older, and I'm getting older too. Like, time will make you brave. Because as you get older, you'll be able to make braver decisions. And if you're not able to make the brave decision now, you will at some point. I wasn't ready to move to London when I was 19 or 18. Like, fair play to you if you are, but like, no chance was I able to do that. I was 22 when I moved here. And even that was quite young. Like, London's a big, scary place, and it can feel overwhelming. And so, like, I'm 23 now, and maybe I'll move abroad next. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. But I know the decisions I'm scared to make now, it doesn't mean that I have to make them, and it doesn't mean I won't ever make them. But it just means there's a bit more growing needed there. It just means it's going to take some more time, and that's okay. But anyway, on to the question part for this week's podcast. So on to the question part for this week's podcast. Now this is going to be a little bit shorter because I'm only meant to be doing 10 minutes. I'm only meant to do half an hour podcasts and it's not going very well because I'm such a chatterbox. But anyway, we're moving on. Do you and your boyfriend spend Christmas together and how do you navigate the holidays? So we don't spend Christmas together. Um, We both live in the same place. So we both live in the same hometown. So we normally see each other on Christmas Day in the evening. Because I feel like Christmas morning is like family time. Like I feel like I'm not ready. I'm not ready to be like a proper grown up and spend it not with my family. I feel like at some point in our lives like I guess we will have to share Christmas with each other's family. But not yet. I'm not ready to do that yet. And I really don't like leaving my family on Christmas Day. So he always comes to my house. Because <laughs> I'm such a child about it. I just can't. I'm a stickler for tradition. I can't leave. And so we always see each other Christmas Day. But like late evening. Like at like 7. We won't really see each other before that. Like we'll both have our own Christmas dinners. Christmas Day mornings. It's kind of exciting. Because then it feels like two Christmas days. Because then we open each other's presents. And then on Boxing Day where I live. Boxing Day is like a big night out. But it's like day drinking. And so we're going to go out in Scarborough. Which is so exciting. I'm so excited. I feel like... 
I'm making it out like it's going to be really good though and I need to lower my expectations because ultimately it is just a small town night out but in my head it's going to be the best night of my life because I've just built it up so much but like in the olden days like in the 80s this night out used to be massive like my dad woke up at 4am from London to travel home for it so we could be there for the kickoff. It's like this massive pub crawl and there's a whole route that you do. And so we're going to do that on Boxing Day. And that is really exciting because I feel like I used to like like wholesome Boxing Day, like the blah, blah, blah. No, I'm ready to see people on Boxing Day. And then the day after Boxing Day, I can just die. I can just be really hungover because I've taken it off. I've got time off, people. I've got Christmas Day, Boxing Day. That's Monday, Tuesday, but the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the Sunday, and the Monday off. This is the most time off I've ever had at Christmas, and I cannot wait. We've even got a Christmas quiz at work, and that's so exciting. Sorry, I've gone so off track. This wasn't anything to do with your question, but that's how we navigate it. And I think there's so many different ways that you can do it. So many people do different things, and it's just about like finding what works for you and what actually makes you happy, not just doing the things you actually think you should do. Like, I think so much... Like, if you really want to be with your family, then just be with your family. Like, you will make your own time special with each other. And I think that's what's important. Like, as long as you realise that whatever time you do spend together, you will make special, then that's fine, you know? Let's see. Fave clothing brands. Guys, I'm probably the worst person to ask this because... Okay. Zara has lots of good stuff in it. But... It's expensive and it's not necessarily always really good value for money. Like, I feel like I need to do a clothes shop because I haven't bought winter clothes in ages. Like, actually ages. So I'm going to do a proper clear up before I go home for Christmas. But all I, I buy all of my stuff from charity shops. Like, or secondhand. But I haven't really bought clothes in, like, ages. Like, maybe a year. Which is shocking now, like I haven't not bought clothes in that long, but I feel like my favourite brands, like I haven't bought clothes in that long that I don't even know what my favourite brands are. Because I just, it just hasn't been priority. And also, I always have a lot of summer clothes, but I don't really have any winter clothes. And so that's my, that's what I need to do. But I will come back to you with this question and I will answer it next week because I'm going to do some shopping this weekend with Black Friday and everything. And I'll report back afterwards. Okay, next question. Oh, I'm so tired. My legs feel like achy. Favourite song slash album at the moment? <laughs> Probably Landslide. It's always Landslide. No, I have, I've made this playlist and it's just like very nice to listen to. It's very calming. Like I feel like I need calming music at the moment. I feel like my go-to... I forgot how good Skin Boy Joy Crooks was. I played it like we went I went to go see Joy Crooks a couple of years ago and she was incredible and I forgot how good that album was and I've been listening to that a lot recently. Um so I think probably that. Listen to Skin by Joy Crooks, the full album start to finish. It's really good and it's really clever. I like how the songs feed into each other. It always makes me happy when like the album's like, you know, smart, like there's extra lots of things going on. Okay, final question. Worrying about living out your 20s correctly, career, travel, relationships, money. You know what? I don't think there is a correct way to do your 20s. I just think you've got to try and do whatever you can. And you've got to realise that like opportunities will open up and you'll be able to try new things. And if you hate it, you can always try something else. 
I think it links back to that thing I said at the beginning where it's like you can either find the total amount of options terrifying because you don't know what to pick or you can find it exciting because you can always change and I think it's about finding your 20s exciting because if you're not happy in what you're doing then you don't have to do it anymore you can move you can change plan you can change direction there's no responsibilities that you have but I think there is a like sometimes I wish I could think less like far in the future and do things that made me more immediately happy but I just can't like I I worry about like I just don't know how to afford life if I'm not working a job that is allowing me to afford life like I don't know how to just be like okay I'm just gonna save up everything and travel and then just work out what happens after that even though I know it would work out I just worry about how it would all work out and so I think everyone's in the same boat in their 20s even in your 30s I think from having friends that are older you just kind of stumble along and things happen to you and it kind of just works out but you've just got to make sure that you're pursuing the things that you really love to do you've got to make sure you're pursuing things that make you happy And you've got to remember, as soon as you're not happy, that you have the option to change it. Like how with my job, I changed it. Like, you've got to change the things that aren't making you happy. And I think that's really important to be aware of. Because otherwise, you're going to push yourself to do things that you don't want to do for longer than you should. And then you're going to make yourself miserable. And then you're going to have that feeling like, oh, did I waste my 20s because I was miserable? Well, you've wasted any amount of time if you're miserable. There's no point doing that. So I think rather than constantly worrying about whether or not you're doing the right thing, just let yourself work out if what you're doing is making you happy. If it is making you happy, then that's great. And if it's not, then it's time to work out a new plan because life's too short for that. But anyway, on to the new things I've done this week. So on to the new things I've done this week. And when my boyfriend comes to say, we watch so many films, I've never watched so many films. And so I have a whole list of films that I'm going to review for you quickly. Here we go. Okay, first song. I think it's called White Blonde Female or Single White Blonde Female. I don't know exactly what it's called, but if you look at the film like that and it's all about this woman who gets this really, this housemate that moves in and it's just all like this, it just all goes wrong and it's a really good film. Like it's maybe like one and a half to two hours long, but it didn't feel that long. We start watching it at 10 and it was like, I was engaged and I'm never engaged in a film. So definitely recommend that. It's like psychological thriller, not too scary either. Just enough scary, but not too much. Um, also, it's like quite old. So the special effects, like at one point, it was, I thought it was a bit funny. Louis didn't think it was funny, but I thought it was funny. Next one is called Nope. Now, this has had mixed reviews from you guys. I thought it was great. Like, I really liked this film, but some people really didn't like this film and thought the storyline was really stupid. I think it's great. So I want someone else to watch it so we can discuss and I can find someone else who likes it as much as I liked it, because I can't be the only one. But I think it's really good. It's, what did we, I can't remember what we watched it on, but it's like a horror film, but about aliens. But like, not aliens in a bad way, like aliens in like a not cringe way, in a way that I was actually engaged, and I never like alien films, and I didn't know what was going to happen, and I thought it was very clever. And I just thought the whole storyline was great, and I really liked it. Next thing, I watched P.S. I Love You, terrible film wouldn't recommend zero out of ten boring storyline depressing i cried for the entirety of it 
I didn't learn anything, apart from it was really sad. And I just wouldn't recommend. I thought it was a festive film. It's not a festive film. Don't watch it. Next, Deck the Halls. Now, as Christmas films go, it's not up, it is up there with the classics, but it's not an absolute classic. It's not like Elf, you know? Elf really didn't made a name for it. Elf is a great film. Like, that film makes me properly laugh. Other good Christmas films, Narnia. Narnia I wouldn't necessarily classify as a Christmas film, but it's definitely got Christmas, like, inklings, you know? But yeah, Deck the Halls, mmm... It was okay. It is funny. It's like a light-hearted one. I feel like it's a good initiator of the Christmas films because it's not so good that you feel like you've lost your Christmas film, but it's not terrible either. A really good Christmas film that I watched is Love at First Sight. Now, it sounds terrible, but it's actually brilliant. I feel like I've spoken to you about this last week. Please watch it. It's not too early. It's like a semi-Christmas film. They're going home for Christmas, but Christmas isn't isn't even the main deal of it. So you could definitely watch it now, even though Christmas is like a month away. And I haven't done any Christmas shopping, people. I've done nothing. Zilch. Nothing whatsoever. So I need to get onto that. But anyway, thank you for listening. Make sure that you're following the podcast on You've Got Mail underscore pod on tiktok and on instagram and i can't wait to speak to you next week and if i can just ask a favor if you can just subscribe to the podcast not the payment subscription just the sub- like following button it really helps me know how many people are like finding the podcast and enjoying the podcast and helps me if i want to work with brands or anything like that which is very exciting i love you loads and i hope you're having the best week and i can't wait to speak to you soon i love you bye